Hi there and welcome to GMI, the Guitar and Music Institute podcast number 32. My name is Jed Brocky and today I'm speaking with Melina Krumova of Drupal. Now if you've never heard of Drupal, it's a social networking platform for musicians. They've got their own ethos which is very interesting and how they want to promote your music. It's completely free to be part of. I only became aware of Drupal this year, probably in around April. It's a fascinating place where you can hear a huge amount of music in all genres. You can upload albums, there's a, a radio player, they've got huge plans for the future, and I was really intrigued to find out more about Drupal and the people behind it. So I contacted Melina, and what you're about to hear is an interview that took place with me about a week ago, and Melina was talking from her home in Bulgaria. So here we have another example of people in one part of the world affecting people all over the world, giving them a platform to be heard in what must be one of the hardest times to be a musician and actually get noticed, get your music heard. I'll also be asking Melina about the future plans of Drupal and where they want to go and how they want to support musicians. All in all, I think you're going to find this a very interesting interview indeed. Now just for listening to this interview... You can receive discounts of any of the GMI products that we sell at the GMI store. You can find the store at gmiguitarshop.com. There's a really wide selection of guitar-orientated tutorials, PDF books, lessons, and there's a lot of free giveaway material as well. Now, to receive a 15% discount on any of the products that we currently sell, at the GMI Guitar Shop, all you need to do is once you reach checkout, add this code capital G, capital M, capital I, zero one, and you will receive a 15% discount off your total order. That code will also be available to view on the actual Guitar Music Institute website where this podcast is featured. Coming up is the interview with Melina of Drubal. Melina, it's great to have you on the show and to actually be seeing you, although the people listening to this podcast can't see you, so they don't have that delight. Welcome to the GMI podcast. Hello, guys. Nice to be here. The reason I'm talking to you, or one of the main reasons, is because uh, as a musician, I became aware of a website called Drupal. And then I did some digging, and I found out that you are the one of the co-founders of Drupal. And it's kind of like a, it's almost like Facebook for musicians. It's quite an amazing site. Could you tell us all about it, Melina? Okay, well, maybe I'm, I'm going to start with what's Drupal first, so people, you know, know what we are speaking about. Um, Drupal is a truly social network for musicians that provides them with a unique approach for networking and music promotion. Um, It's meant to be for independent artists, but who isn't independent nowadays? Yeah. So um, our ultimate dream is to create a culture of mutual support between musicians and unite them within a in a community. So that's the thing. The idea came naturally to me. It started like long time ago, maybe eight years ago or nine years ago. 
it looks very complex in a sense not not to use but the the actual interface and very slick it looks really fantastic that doesn't come cheap uh, how how did you get finance to get musicians uh, a, a site about musicians off the ground up is that a hard sell well um Okay, so we've been, Drumo has been around for three, four years so far, I think, now. And um, here in, uh, we are located in Bulgaria. So here, um, things like maintaining a startup, it's not so expensive as it is in the United States, for example, or in the United Kingdom. You know how it is. Um, and... Uh, I managed to find financing from a private investor. Like he believed in my vision, and so far we are doing good. That's great. I, I actually only became aware of Drubal this year. Is that a little disappointing for you to hear that a musician should only hear about it this year since it's been going for so long? Oh, but it's not. It's it. it it all started three, four years ago, and I mean, it all started with me thinking about about it, and uh, you know, finding developers. So I may say that the first year, nothing much happened. So, you know, I think we haven't been, you know, in the process of development, things changed, and I think what we have right now is really our direction and our thing and we've discovered it only a year ago so you discovered it a year, a year ago as well so you've been right on time <laughs> fair enough that's me told one of the reasons i'm so interested in drupal is that in another life i actually launched a website for musicians along with another guy and got some backing it was called band for the day and it was basically a massive competition where indie, indie bands of all genres competed to be the band for the day. One of the things that we found, and it, it may just be the culture of the internet and how it's changing is, or one of the things I found, much to my astonishment, was a real lack of engagement, in a sense, fr from people. There were some bands that really t got into it, but it was really hard to get the masses on board is that a problem for Drupal? I think the this is called the it's it's the problem of every social network. It's called the chicken and egg problem, you know. But you have to find ways to solve this problem. Every network has to solve this problem. And um, how how we solve how we solve it is mainly through our karma system economy. Like, unlike the other platforms where music promotion is paid with money, usually, artists on Drubal help each other and earn a digital currency called karma from their contribution. Then they can use their karma to purchase various useful musicians' tools and get their music heard by thousands of people. But in order to earn karma, they have to interact with each other. That's the big problem. But it's not a problem because they have the right incentive to do it. And it's not a problem for us anymore. Do you not feel that musicians are inherently selfish when it comes to music? They, they are selfish and they, they are on their own. You know, they, they are not united 
into like a brotherhood, a society, a community. All sorts of things in the world are united into these, you know, groups. But musicians, they're not. They consider each other a competition and they don't realize that nowadays when music industry is not working at all, the, you know, music industry people are not working for musicians. The only way musicians can succeed is, they, is if they are together because things have changed. We are not in the 70s and the 80s anymore, you know. We are not in the golden ages in a way, I think. Um, no, that's the thing. And this is what we want to do. We want to educate them in a way that they have to be together. But this won't happen, you know, by telling people. You have to really make it work. And this is what we do. We are trying to make it work. Well, for me, this is the essence of the whole Drupal experience. And I guess what will make it or break it, in a sense, if you can re-educate musicians to actually try to work with with each other it's got it's quite a deep psychological and cultural thing with musicians isn't it that they're into their own music but as you say they see other musicians as competition yeah but they they don't have other choice they have to change because um everywhere you are a musician i'm a musician i'm surrounded by musicians like they're everywhere around me and i i know them really well I can see that what musicians care the most of is to receive engagement and feedback on their music. Do you agree with me on that? Uh, for is me, it important for you? For me, the most important thing as a musician is that my music is listened to. Yes, feedback and engagement. This is how you measure if, you, if your music is listened to. So musicians want that, but in this huge, you know, pool of free music on the internet and everything, um, the audience some, somehow becomes um, unengaged. They just consume. They don't want to, you know, engage more than that. And um, artists feel lonely in their music creation. They create music, they spend countless, you know, days, hours, months to do that. And then they don't get to see the emotional response for, from, from people because this is the thing. When you create music, you put your emotions out there. You pour them into it. And, and you know, maybe somehow psychologically you want to find, you want to know that someone else understands you. Someone else feels your emotions too. And... That's the thing. Musicians don't get this nowadays. They they just make music and feel lonely afterwards. But on Drupal, they don't feel lonely because I don't think there's a place on the internet right now where musicians can get more feedback. I, I think that Drupal is an incredibly exciting platform. I do see one potential problem and I might as well ask you, since you're a creator. Yeah, sure. And that is that, like so many of these other sites that have come and gone, I feel that Drupal perhaps suffers from the same foundational problem, which is that you need people who are not musicians to be engaging to actually get the mass of people behind it. Well, I, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think that's the case. I, I told you, musicians need to change and they, and they feel it. The thing is, okay, who is the person who listens to music the most of all people? 
Musician. Is it the non-musician? It's the musician. Exactly. It's the musician. Because musicians are guaranteed fans. For example, me, I cannot live without listening to music. I cannot live without discovering new music every day. I'm a musician. And all the musicians I know are like that. I think we're the, we're the biggest audience of music musicians. And the learning process nowadays, I mean, more and more people are expressing themselves through music nowadays because you, 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 you can learn easier than ever. You can make music at home easier than ever. You can purchase equipment cheap, cheaper than ever, you know? So only, only on Facebook, there are over 100 million people interested as musicians. Over one, this is a lot, you know? This is a big pers- percentage of all people, you know? They're interested as musicians. And uh, I think the biggest potential for engaged audience are the musicians themselves. This doesn't mean that we are not thinking of ways to bring Drugo to outside listeners, but I'm saying even if we don't, I think it's the musicians who are the biggest, you know, the best audience because they understand music creators. They can give, they can really give valuable feedback because listeners, they can't really give valuable feedback. They can say, I like it or I don't like it. Um, they're, um, they're, uh, how can I say? Um, they're not educated culturally to like authentic and genuine music. I mean, emotionally. Most of the audience listens to commercial music, you know, hits, radio hits, you know, these things, which sometimes and very often are products. It's not authentic, original music that comes straight from the heart. And I think, you know, this is not a problem on the first place. But uh, what we are doing right now, we have this Drubo radio, and um, we started working with various independent medias, blogs, um, radios to stream Drupal content, you know. So we are working in this direction, not to be only for the music community of Drupal. Yes, I, I, I noticed that and uh, I've I've put up some of my own work on there. I, I just wonder, I'm just going to end this kind of part of it on that if some musicians who are more pop-orientated, because what you've said is very artistic, and of course I agree with everything you've said, it really chimes with me. However, there will be perhaps a, a large percentage of popular-based musicians who want to see commercial success whatever that means but in their mind an idea of commercial success which probably means eyeballs and eardrums and that's what they're looking for aren't they they're looking for masses of people no i know what you mean but first to to clarify um pop music is not bad at all i mean pop music can be genuine and authentic as well but you know what i'm speaking of some people just make music for the product, you know, not for, not, for, not for the music. This is what I'm referring to. We're looking for genuine music. It doesn't matter if it's 
indie pop music, pop music, uh, if it's hip hop, it doesn't matter, you know, but it has to be true. That does the thing. Have you had, Melina, any artists who have, whose careers have really taken off through engaging with Drupal? Uh, we're working on success stories right now. I cannot give you an example, but this is just uh, this month thing. We started thinking about this, you know, to follow it this month. So I, I cannot really share anything with you right now because I don't have it. It's in progress. Have you ever heard of a guy called Richard Kaiser of WikiLoops? I've heard. Remind me, please. Uh, it's just that I did a podcast with him. He's a very interesting character from Germany. He basically has this idea that music should be something to bring communities all over the world together and people actually compose pieces of music and someone adds the drums someone adds the bass he's got thousands and thousands of people it's just that what you've been talking about with Drupal sounds very like the ethos held by Richard Kaiser over at Wikiloops but this is a collaboration like tool it yeah is. it's i mean i'm i'm too i'm too self-centered to collaborate with my music <laughs> i have to write it all you know what i mean but um i know there's a huge amount of people out there who would want to collaborate with people and what better place for them to put that music to actually get some attention than drupal Thank you, thank you very much for the idea. I'm really going to wiki loops. I, I remember it, and and I'm going to check it. Yeah. I love the karma thing. I thought it was really good. It's just a a really nice sort of vibe about it. If I put my capitalist, bourgeois, imperialist hat on, how are you going to monetize the whole process, or or are there plans not to monetize Drupal? I don't know. No, we have plans, of course. Um, we are gonna make steps towards marketplace, and we and we will make profit from uh, commission based, you know, from transactions going through the community. But we wanna stay clean from ads, you know, selling data, rate, renting data. These things, I, I don't wanna do that. I, I, monthly subscriptions as well. We wanna stay away from that thing. We just want to, you know, make money when people are, you know, making money, yeah. making money, yeah, doing something useful. Yeah, that's the thing. That's our plans. We're, Drew is going to become a marketplace. The karma economy makes it a marketplace in a way. Um, so it's, it's a step in that direction and we're going to get there, but the community is more important. The, we, we need to do that first. There are many things you can buy with Karma Points, Melina. Which would you say were the most powerful? Well, I can tell you what people mostly spend their Karma on. They, they spend it on um, radio subscription and boosting their place on the radio. This is like maybe hundreds of times more used than, than the others. You're going to have a second tier of karma, like a chakra. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're going to go, right? <laughs> the chakra economy. So I would love to talk a wee bit about you because you're a very interesting person, uh, very driven, certainly looking at your uh, profile, look very driven. Tell us, you, you studied in England at the American Institute University. Was that music you were studying there? No, I studied finance. I wasn't into music back then at all. I, I didn't even play anything. Oh, so you were a suit and you had your road to Damascus. <laughs> it, it 
was one of those things, you know, you don't know what to do. I was supposed to go to study in the States, accepted in some universities there. And then out of the sun, I said, oh, I don't want this culture. I don't want to be there. It's, it's too, you know, it's too, how do I say it? Um, yeah, choose your words it's carefully. Too fast. <laughs> it's too fast. It's too fast. Everything is fast, you know. And I said, I don't want this. I'm, I'm European. I want to stay here. I'm going to go to London, you know. It's, it's, it's a nice city. And, it, and this university was kind of my spontaneous nature, right? I, I decided, like, two months, <laughs> two months before <laughs> I had to go. I said, no, no, I'm going to England. I'm going to just find some university and I'm going to apply there and we'll see what happens. And uh, because... Uh, You know, most people make the mistake not to have gap years, I think, and really find out find out what they want to do if they haven't found it before university. So I said, okay, I'm going to study finance because it, it will give me a better understanding of the world nowadays. It did. It, it really did help, help me. I hope they taught you all about cryptocurrency. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, funny that. But they didn't, but I've educated myself. And like this, I, I started playing the guitar when I was 23, seven years ago, I think. Yes, seven, eight years ago. What made you go there? What was the spark that made you pick up a guitar? I've wanted several times when I was a child, but my parents, for some reason, they said, oh, this is stupid, don't do it. Hello. You know, when you're a child, you're dependent on your parents to give you money for guitar and lessons, so you can't really do anything. And I didn't do anything, um, but then it stayed within me. So when I was about 15, 16, I saw this in a bar playing the guitar and singing, and I said, he feels really nice while doing this. I want to do that as well. It, it looks like it feels really nice. Were, were you also thinking, I could do better than that? <laughs> ah, no, no, I didn't, I didn't. And then it was like one of these spontaneous things. I was coming home for the summer from the airport. It was my, I was, I was about to have my last year of university. And I was uh, coming home for the summer. And I, when I traveled from the airport to, to home, I said, okay, this is the summer where I, when I'm going to learn to play the guitar and that's it. And I found a teacher on the next day. <laughs> that that what, was it. What guitar did you buy? I bought an, an acoustic guitar and I still have it and it's still my only acoustic guitar. It was a Washburn. Hey, I've got a Washburn. Yeah, and I played for three months and then I said, okay, well, I want to get an electric guitar. And, oh, uh, slippery slope. Yeah. And I don't know, since I, since I started playing music, like triggered a massive inner transformation within me for, for the better. It made me much more, it, it, I started a journey to my inner self through, through music. I started becoming much more self-aware, much more present, you know, connected to others, um, much more objective on my view on the world. I think it started with the guitar, I'm 100% sure. And um, I wanted to share this possibility for personal growth with more people. So I founded a music school in my hometown. This is the rock school you're, you're saying. Yes. Um, I started it the first year I started playing the guitar. So you started a rock school when you've been playing the guitar for a year? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty big-headed, actually. It, yeah, but it, it started really small. It was like a joke, you know. I rented one 
apartment and I found one guitar teacher and that was that was it. And it grew so quickly. You can't even imagine. It grew so quickly. Um, it's It's been eight years now. We give over 400 lessons per week. Wow. We give, and it, it's like all the instruments you can imagine. Is this in Sofia? Yeah, it's in Sofia, yeah. Uh, we have... To recording, we ha- we opened a school in another city as well. We have two recording studios. We have uh, a concert venue. We have rehearsal spaces. Can I come and play there? <laughs> sure. And we are constantly growing. So, um, actually, the most important impact this thing had was that I could see how we created a community of several thousand people who became really supportive of each other and. Um, the local scene bloomed in a way out out of this. This is so uh, f- what a fantastic story. <laughs> but it's true, and um, and I got inspired, and I said, okay, I did it for for one city. Can I do it for the whole world? Uh, not 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 try. to make too big a jump. Yeah, no, uh, it's it's just a small step. <laughs> and then the universe, you know, the known universe. <laughs> Yeah, so I said, okay, maybe I can start, the technology is advanced nowadays, maybe I can start some sort of website. Who knows, maybe it will work. I, I, I'll try, I like music. I, I want to work for music all my life, you know, just to contribute to the development of music. And not just through making music, but I don't know, To I want to, I want each person to be able to feel and express, you know, themselves through music. When there's so much press, pressure just to buy things and to have money, I think it's really important that people like you are out there encouraging people to be creative and to respond to that creative energy within them. Yeah, I think creativity is really, really important part of a person. And, and I think nowadays we are suppressing creativity, I'd say, because when the mind is busy all the time, the mind cannot be creative because you are all the time in some sort of conversation. It doesn't matter if it's outside or inside. Creativity is about listening, I think. So a person needs to be quiet in in their minds and music really helps, I think. You said you're talking about taking rock school to other places. Can you give me any insider nods and winks? Or is that uh, just no. a, a little uh, fantasy at this moment? No, no. I uh, We opened in two cities. We we have a school, we have a art center, if I may call it, like musical home in Sofia and in Varna. That's the seaside capital of Bulgaria. But um, I'm so busy with Drugo that I can't really, you know, expand more. I want to expand with Drugo, that's the thing. But Drugo is entirely inspired by rock school. Is there any sort of end game to Drugo? What's it about? Because the big issue facing most musicians, whether they're professional or semi-professional, is actually paying the rent. Despite the fact that the irony or the paradox is we play music and art because we don't want to be thinking about money all the time. But as soon as we become creative, all we do is think about money to try and pay the rent. Is there some sort of monetization ideas coming through for Drupal for the musician? Yeah, that's that's one of our main goals. We 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 want to satisfy with Drupal. We ultimately want to satisfy two musicians' needs. First need we've covered. That's to 
get their music heard and engaged with. And the second need we want to satisfy is to help them earn revenue from their music-related skills. We don't say necessarily it will be from streaming their music or selling their music, but from music-related skills. Because I'm not, in my, in my time, I'm not, in my lifetime, I'm not only occupied with creating music, but I'm only occupied with working on music-related projects. And this makes me really happy. Can I offer a little idea that's popped into my head how musicians... Sure. Yeah. I, I think um, one way would be to open up people's music. Obviously, I'm a guitar player. I'm interested in guitar music amongst many things. But if you had, say, guys who were transcribing, if the community transcribed solos in music and tab, and then that music could then be sold at a low cost, which split between Drupal, the creator, and the, the actual person who transcribed it. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. It's, uh, it hasn't come to my mind. What, what we've been thinking so far, we, okay, I'm going to tell you, we, we will release a new feature um, maybe next month, latest next month. It will be a more profound feedback and reviews. So, you're a musician, I'm a musician. You, you have a work in progress or just finished song and you want to get, you know, feedback on it and see how people react. You can purchase a more detailed feedback. You can purchase it via karma points or by money. It doesn't matter, whatever you choose of those two. Then musicians from the community there will be packages, minimum will be 10 person. We'll review our song, uh, you will be provided with information on emotional responses, logical reasoning, um, recommendations for improvement, general impressions. It will be a really nice detailed feedback on your song. So musicians who make the review, they, they will be paid from this. Melina, do you think you're in danger of uh, sort of going down the rabbit hole in this one? For example, I've seen the review options. Now, as a musician and as a composer, I speak through the music I compose and arrange. I don't care for people's thoughts. They either like it or they don't. Who's this therefore aimed at? Is it aimed at people who haven't yet found their musical voice? Because everybody's got an opinion on music, even people who aren't musicians. They like it or they don't, it's this or it's that. You know, you could take any rubbish piece of music and if you market it enough, even if even if there's nothing other than someone hitting a rock, people will buy into that if they're told to buy it. How can you you know, come to that place where meaningful, everyone has got opinion. Does that make any sense? That's probably the worst question I've ever asked. <laughs> well, I, I'd answer by just one, you know, sentence. Praise makes musician, musicians feel good, but feedback makes them better. And this is not just for musicians. It's for every, you know, me as a founder, as a CEO, I take feedback on everything, you know, and not just on the business side, on personal side. I think feedback makes us better and we need to be open and not just open. We need to look for feedback and we we need to look for negative feedback as well. But is music about that? Music is an emotional response. Yeah, that's why that's why our feedback will be concentrated more on emotional responses. It will look at other things like songwriting, production, what audience, you know, 
Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, because production is important. Sometimes when you, for example, you know, outside of the emotional response part, production is important to, to hear opinion on because production is really important nowadays. The sound, how you make, make things. And when you work on a piece for a long, long time, you lose perspective. I can see it because I produce all my things myself. Like I, I record them, I mix them, I master them, you know, and you lose perspective at some point. So I'm looking for as much feedback as I can on production from all the people I know, like all people. I think that's one of the great weaknesses in the chain of uh, music creation. I undoubtedly think it's amazing that what we can do in our own bedrooms. However, I think in, when it comes to recording, I always record out with my own environment and I always get an engineer or someone else and then I'll take it to a guy to, to mix it down. It's so you're not in your own environment. I think that's one of the great problems of recording music in your own environment. It's just such a hothouse. Uh, this is this is what I said. Our feedback tool, which will you know release soon, I hope it will solve the problem uh, for musicians to be able to get more emotional response for their music and better production feedback. You know, that's the thing. These are the two main areas of focus. So I think it will be useful. Me, if I'm as, as a musician, I find it useful for myself. And I always think like that. If I find it useful, if I really use something and find the use of it, I think there are at least 100,000 people who will be like me and find the use, you know? I, I, I always think like this. And so far, it proves correct. Of course, I can always be wrong, but so far, it proves correct. And what about something like gigging venues and setting up networks around the world for people to actually tour and play their music live? We haven't we haven't explored that option. Um, I, I talked to you about the music feedback too because it's coming next month. But what we are thinking for the future, I'm gonna tell you the monetizing ideas for musicians. Yeah, this is what we are we were discussing. So, um, as I said, uh, we're going towards marketplace. I'm going to tell you what will be exchanged in this marketplace, in my opinion. For example, you are a guitar player. Let's say, hypothetically, I'm a bass player. Uh, I hope not, but let's say in this scenario, I'm a bass player. <laughs> so I'm a bass player and I'm trying to make a song, you know, and I need some guitar parts for it. I ask you, you write the guitar parts, I pay you the amount we've agreed, for example. Or I have a second-hand instrument which I don't need anymore, and you need it, I sell it to you, for example. Uh, you are from, I don't know where you're from, but let's say you're from London, I'm from Sofia, I want to have some concerts arranged in London. You're a local musician, you know all the places, you can act as a promoter, you know, to help me find, you know, clubs. I pay you a, like a service fee for that. You arrange all the things for me, you help me. You know, it's for all the things that independent artists need, but no one is there to, to help them do it. Like organize a tour, because for you to organize me a two, uh, like a few concerts in Skonflot, probably it's easy. If you want to come to Bulgaria, I can organize you everything because I know all the clubs, all the places, you know? But if I want to go to Scotland, I don't know anybody and it seems so difficult for me, you know? Yeah, I think if we can see this happening on through platforms like Drupal, it would just be literally amazing for people. 
Yeah, that's the thing. We want to enable artists to exchange products and services. Any products, any services, you know, and help each other through this. Uh, and another thing we've thought about, it's like a lot further, is to somehow um, offer licensing services and, um, uh, you know... Synchronization. Um, I'd rather say, I, I imagine it like this. For example, we have the Drupal Radio, we have the artists. Let's say artists allow us to offer their music to stores, uh, shops, uh, you know, restaurants, these places. And they pay royalties for the artists. Because, it, I mean, if we improve the quality and quality of the radio, the songs will be really nice. It will be songs who people cannot listen anywhere else. There's undoubtedly great material on there. Uh, that sounds like a hornet's nest, to be honest, because then yeah. you're going to be coming straight across the royalty firms like PRS and uh, Gamma. Gamma um, is that really a road you want to go down? Sounds great. No, I'm just exploring some ideas with you. This is but so far away, you know, from no, me. And, and a really important point that I think all these collection societies, they don't represent normal musicians. They, they're just yeah. really there picking up money from Elton John and Paul McCartney. That's exactly. what they're there for. And a new way has got to come through. Yeah. Well, these are the directions we, we are thinking about. But as I said, things change. So... Well, we don't know. One thing that I don't think will change is that we don't want to make money from ads. That's, that's the thing. We don't want to use musicians as products and we want to help musicians earn money and get their feed, get feedback on their music. That's the thing. Melina, what about your own music? Tell me a wee bit about that. I have a metal band. It's called Grimace. We play heavy music i like to call it heavy blues but it's actually more like a death metal with groove and progressive elements and <laughs> that that's it so let me get this right you run a music social media platform and you're in a band so how many listens do you get on drupal and are you paying for your karma <laughs> well Actually, I removed my songs from the charts manually with with the help of my development boys as well. Uh, I mean, because um, people go to my profile, profile and they check it and I, I, I noticed that I, I've only put two songs there, but these two, two songs were getting so much engagement that were staying on top of the charts all the time. And I just said, okay, I, I'm removing them. <laughs> no, not not going to be listed in the charts anymore. That's that's big of you because the temptation must be massive. <laughs> no, I, I don't really care. Uh, I'm a different type of musician. I, I, I like to hear what people think. I like to, to know that people, that my music is helping other people emotionally, you know, to to release emotions or to integrate emotions, but I really like to make it. I don't even like recording, you know, I, I just like playing music, that does the thing. I like playing it, recording actually frustrates me because it's so long and it takes so much time of my playing. Melina, how come you speak English so well? Do I speak so well? Yeah. I think I speak like a, a proper Eastern European girl. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Actually, it comes really naturally for me to express myself in English. I, I don't. I don't think of it. It, it just 
it just flows. Uh, maybe it's not perfect, but I think my my expression is free, and I like this. Uh, your, your English is very perfect with a slight accent, which is none the worse for it. It's quite <laughs> So listen, uh, I know you're busy today. It's been absolutely fantastic. I'm going to do my little bit. and uh, You probably mm-hmm. don't need my help, but I'm going to give it anyway. No, thank you very much. Uh, to get Drupal out there through GMI, I think a lot of people are going to be massively impressed by you. Uh, not just Drupal, because let's face it, you are Drupal. Uh, where did you get that name from, by the way? It's rubbish. It sounds like <laughs> Dribble. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. As I said, I start things spontaneously. So when I started making Drubo, I had this domain in my basket, which was drubo.com. And I said, okay, I'm not going to think of anything else. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen? I'm just going to use this one because it's like Google. It's short. You can remember it. I don't have to think of anything original, you know. I said, I'm going to do it with this. And this is how it went. It's, it, isn't it strange when you start something up and it becomes an entity? It almost has a life of its own. Well, that's it, it's good when things happen like this. For uh, I prefer ideas to evolve, you know, beyond people and beyond anything. This is this is the good way of things happening. Because if you want to control everything, every little aspect, you can't accomplish much because you're just one potential. But if you integrate all potentials, you know, into one, it can really make something nice. This is my vision. I want to create Drupal with the Drupal musicians, not just by my vision, you know. I listen to them, I'm speaking to them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Melina, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me today thank you well folks that's it for another interview podcast from GMI if you come over to the guitarmusicinstitute.com then there are another 31 podcast interviews you can get your hands on obviously if you're listening to this from any of the download sites like iTunes or Android I'd encourage you to come over to the guitarmusicinstitute.com website where you can see more information about this podcast and all our podcasts. And finally, remember, if you have enjoyed this podcast, go to gmiguitarshop.com and check out all our guitar-orientated learning products. I'll be back soon with another podcast from someone else in the guitar and music industry. I look forward to your company. Bye.